Welcome to the Win the 16 podcast presented by Pygon One Consulting. This is your go-to podcast on optimizing your day. The Win the 16 podcast features discussions on leadership and coaching, personal and professional development, as well as discussions on the modern work culture and engaging employees in hybrid and remote work environments. Your hosts are Dave Pygon, president of Pygon One Consulting, and his brother, Dr. Bud Pygon, anesthesiologist at the University of Illinois, Chicago. On today's podcast, Dave will discuss the topics of remote and hybrid work environments, and he will also be interviewing Tyler Pygon, Senior Account Manager at CDW, a Fortune 500 company. Welcome to Win the 16 podcast. Thank you to Carrie and the team for the help as always. Please rate, review, and follow us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Today's podcast will be about remote and hybrid employees. It's been a hot topic, and I believe it will continue to be a hot topic. So we're going to discuss that today. Today's podcast will be a little bit different. It's going to be broken up into two parts. The first one, I will discuss things that I am hearing and I am reading in the marketplace about remote and hybrid employees. The second part, we're going to have a guest, Tyler Pygon from CDW, who has been a full-time remote employee since COVID, is going to share his experiences and some of the things that he does to be successful in that environment. So it should be a informative and helpful discussion on remote and hybrid employees. I hope to share a few ideas for people that are looking to engage and improve the hybrid and remote experience for their employees. So I'm gonna jump right in. Why don't I, I'm gonna do this for Dr. Pygon, since he's not with us today, why don't I define briefly remote employees? Those are people that are working away from the office full-time. Could be their home, could be another location, but they do not go into the office. The hybrid employee, that's a combination. They do spend some time in the office, but they also spend time remotely doing their job. Again, whether that's in their home or some other environment. So why is this a topic today for this podcast? Well, it's a hot topic and it has been, and there are some people that are on one side or the other of fully on board and believing remote and hybrid is a great way to go. And then I know there are some people that aren't as sold on the remote and hybrid model. My perspective on it is it's not going away. So it's incumbent upon all of us to continue to learn. I know I've learned a lot about that since this has become so popular since COVID and during COVID. And I think all of us would agree, we have a lot more to learn. So focusing on why, why is it so important? Bottom line, it's critical to the business and the results and the performance of our organizations. Increasing job satisfaction and employee retention is pivotal. Pivotal. 
collaboration with our peers and teams, boosting innovation and ideas. Onboarding to me is a huge one. How do we do, how do we do the job effectively as we can, as we did when all the people were onboarding would be in a classroom or in our offices? Hiring top talent and retaining them. I can remember years ago when all interviews were conducted, or at least most of them were face-to-face. -face. Now, many of them are all virtual. There's no face-to-face. -face. Culture, pivotal to the success. Developing our employees and future leaders. That's probably the biggest one for me, that in the culture piece. We have to develop our remote and hybrid peoples. We have to make it a priority and it, has to be done routinely. Psychological safety for our employees. Connection to our customers and our employees in this environment. And just the overall work environment is the reason this is a focus and a discussion. I can tell you as a consultant at Pygon One, this does, when I'm sitting down and talking to CEOs and the C-suite and business owners, Inevitably, remote and hybrid employees comes, if we talk long enough, it comes up in conversation. I thought I'd share some perspectives from people where I've read, as well as just talking to them, what they like about it. One big one for remote and hybrid employees, it saves them time commuting. It gives them additional hours in their day to potentially do some more work or do other things that will help with their work-life balance. And that's become a bigger and bigger topic. Financial savings on the commute. When you dial that in, whether it's gas, taking the train, bus, as well as a cup of coffee and buying lunch, it's a significant amount of money every week, every month, every quarter, every year, people are spending on that. People like that savings. The flexible hours some people have now. Some believe increased production and performance. And I always ask people, what do you mean by that? And one of the things that comes up is I don't have people knocking on my door or coming into my cubicle or getting distracted. It's me and my job, my customers. And when I need to contact people in the office, I can contact them, but I'm just seeing less distractions. So I thought that was interesting and it, it does make sense. The work environment, I've had many say they like their office at home or they like the office where they go to to do their work. They're not in that cubicle environment. They feel more empowered. Health came up, less germs, not only COVID, but less germs in terms of flu and all the other stuff. What are some watchouts? I also have been asking people in reading, what are some of the watchouts Communication drops. Some people don't adapt to this new way. Some people micromanage because they feel as if they've lost control because they aren't seeing that face in the office every day. Conversely, I've also heard this one, the absentee leadership and management style, where some people like that contact on a daily basis or weekly basis. I always think in that situation, those people that need that touch and that communication, whether it's daily or every couple days, 
that clearly can be done through teams or even a phone call. And it probably gets them to that same result of what they're looking for. Some people like to share what they're doing in their day, their successes, as well as their challenges. So that absentee managing leadership piece, I really believe can be rectified very quickly if leaders understand the different types of people that they have working for them. Conversely, I think I've said this before in a podcast, I had one employee, excellent employee, does a, did a wonderful job. His perspective was from that micromanagement piece is if I don't have anything for you, Dave, and you don't really have anything for me concretely, he could, he would feel, why are we talking this Thursday at 12 o'clock? What's the goal? What's the purpose? And he, his perspective was that could potentially have been micromanagement to him. So it's just an interesting thought for all of us leaders out there to think about for our direct reports, where do they fall? Onboarding, big watch out. If we're not getting our new hires together, what are we doing to make sure that they have a tremendous kickoff to their new beginning and journey at our organization? This means culturally, as well as all the good information, training and develop they need. One communication I was having with the CEO a couple of weeks ago, because he brought that up, I believe quick follow-up is imperative to onboarding. Once they go through that day or half day or week long onboarding process, they need a little time to breathe, but they also then, in my opinion, need a quick follow-up, whether that's the manager, trainer, whoever it might be in that organization to see, tell me, where are you at with the culture? Did you get a good perspective and start to feel what we're about? As well as how is your comfort level on your training process? What eyes can I dot for you? What can I do to make this a better experience for you? I believe we have to over-communicate with our new hires to ensure that onboarding experience is everything that we owe to them. Employee development is a watch out. Who's doing it? What's the plan? I know at times we're all so busy. The watch out to me is if we're spending all our time talking about the day-to-day -day work of the job and the performance, sales quotas, the marketing plan, the engineering piece, whatever it might be, we need to make time for our employees just to talk about their development and their career paths. It has to be, in my opinion, that has to be just one subject, one topic. In the engagement, when our employees know that we just want to talk about them and their development. And when I say development, I don't mean that negatively. I mean, positively talk about what they're so great at. How do we make them even better? I know my brother, Dr. Pygan, he always says, how do we make people that are really good at something out of this world? And I think that's a great perspective as we're talking about development. Now we all have areas where we might be average or maybe even below average and that's fine. And that's part of the conversation too. We want people to be more engaged with us, help them with their careers, 
Help them get better. Teach them something. Another watch out is who are our future leaders? How are we developing? How are we identifying them? How do we keep people? If we have a change in our policy. And that leads me to some of our people right now are wondering how long are we going to stay remote and hybrid? Are we going to change next quarter? The following quarter, 2024. And it is an opportunity and I'm sure not every organization necessarily knows where they are going with it, but I can tell you it is a distraction when our employees at the water cooler, which would, if the remote is not figuratively at the water cooler, but if they are talking to their peers or just reminiscing with their family about what the organization is going to do or not going to do with remote and hybrid, that's just a watch out clarity to the best of our ability would be wonderful for all of our people. Just one less distractions. So some engagement ideas that we could potentially do. Innovate the onboarding process. Innovate meaning it has to change significantly. It just can't go from a process that we used to do in person to now we're just doing it over teams. It has to have things in there and items in there that are engaging and that are taking into account we don't have that face-to-face. -face. Could be something as simple as chat rooms. It could be pairing up people with a new hire buddy. It could be assigning a mentor immediately. And part of the conversation is not tactical. Part of the conversation is about the culture and why this place in our organization is special. So we could talk about, we could do a whole podcast on the onboarding. My biggest communication point I would like to make on that, that really needs to be a brainstorming session. Even for the organizations who have made changes already on that topic, it's got to continue to evolve and be the best it can be. Doing something special for our people that are remote and hybrid to keep them engaged and just be unique. Could be as simple as a thank you card in the mail, gift certificate to Starbucks, let them buy lunch inexpensive potentially if that's within your compliance and HR guidelines. Company coffee mug. Maybe you have some marketing pieces, sweatshirt, anything that we could send to them. And I know cost is always an issue for all of us, but just something innovatively to show we care would be a nice touch to help with that engagement piece. Monthly calls for all our employees and the topics every month, I'm sure everybody's having their talking about performance, reviews, all of that. What I am communicating here is a monthly call where maybe you have a guest speaker who does a 50 minute talk on motivation, have an author come on and discuss a book that would be something relevant to your organization. Happy hour, maybe meditation, have somebody who's really good at that, hire them, bring them in. Have a guest come in and teach and coach a skill. A book club, 
have them have everybody read and we're gonna have a discussion of things and these ideas we're talking about develop these are skills that i would say are skills that they could use in a perfect world not only professionally but they could use them personally also skills that not saying we want our employees to leave but they're skills that they could take and leave and go to another organization and use these skills people want to get better and when they feel like they are getting better and they're learning and their engagement level will increase with us. Maybe there's some creative type of charity function you all can do somehow, some way. A lot of people are inspired and motivated that. We know our millennials and Generation Zs love to work for a purpose and a reason. Maybe there's something we could look into there that we could do Maybe a potential game. Maybe we play bingo for 30 minutes. Uh, a happy hour I mentioned earlier. Maybe it's in combination. Another idea could be an open ideation session where your remote and hybrid employees and the employees, if there are if some in the office, get together and just talk about different things that would make everyone's work life better. One suggestion would be having it where the leaders are not on the call. Have it run by the, one of the employees. Have a third party organize it and supply the information to you. So it's another idea. So maybe we get absolutely what they're thinking. Hopefully these ideas were thought provoking for everybody for people out there in this environment. I just wanna say for everybody that's evolving and adapting to the new world that we live in, good for you, great job. If we all continue to learn and grow, it can even get better. So why don't we take a quick break? And on the other side, we will have our guest Tyler Pygon from CDW who'll be joining us and giving his perspective. So. Thank you for listening to Win the 16, and we'll be right back. If you're an individual or an organization contemplating personal and professional development, reach out to Pygon One Consulting to have a discovery conversation regarding how we can help you and your business. Please visit our website at pygonone.com to start your journey. Welcome back to Win the 16. We have Tyler Pygon from CDW with us now. Uh, Tyler, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Dave. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and discuss our work from home topic as I've been experiencing work from home for two plus years and running now at CDW. Well, why don't you do this? I don't know if everybody knows who CDW is. Uh, what do they do, Tyler? Yes, thanks for asking. CDW is the leading IT solutions provider. We partner with everyone in the technology industry and have over 1,800 plus partnerships and running. So we can really be a corporation's one-stop shop. But we don't only work with corporations. We have other segments that we sell into such as government, healthcare, education, non-for-profit, and more. I believe Pygon One is a customer. Yes, you are. <laughs> Thank you, CDW and Tyler, for everything you do for me. So what's your position there, Tyler? I currently am a senior account manager. 
Great, great. And refresh me, how long have you been there? I think people would be curious, your perspective, how long have you been working remotely now? I've been working remotely ever since the pandemic, so running up on two plus years of work from home. I've grown to really enjoy it, and more than that, I've learned how to truly be successful at it and move up with my company and be successful overall at CDW while working remotely. And we're gonna to touch on that, and that was one of the things because this is a hot topic. I mentioned it early in the podcast today. It inevitably comes up on many of my conversations with corporations, CEOs, business owners, not only that enjoyment piece, but to be successful. So that's gonna be a good one for us to jump into in a little bit, Tyler. Why don't you share with people why you like and enjoy the remote working experience from your perspective? From my perspective, Working remotely truly gives you the utmost flexibility in your work schedule and your work day. Um, it really has created such a healthy work-life balance for me, allowing me to move up within CDW, getting myself promoted while being in the comfort at my home. Another thing is it saves time in working in your work day. You work a true eight to nine hours, whatever your full work day is, you're working it compared to being in a traditional office of including commute where you're working 10 to 11 hours because you have a train ride to get to the office to get back home. Those hours of commute are still what I consider a work day. So I'm working my true full work day of eight to nine hours typically. And I know you and you always tell me how that's benefited you professionally because now you've always communicated. I usually, I work more than I did before because I take some of that commute time and I give it back to my business and to my customers in CDW. Yeah, those those two plus hours that you're getting back in the day, you can help your customers longer. You don't have a commute of not being in front of your laptop, not having the internet to access that whatnot. So I can answer emails, place orders, whatnot, help customers and take client calls whenever maybe longer in the day. So yeah. You're not catching the 515 train that you have to run to the the red line here in Chicago and get. No, you're not you're not <laughs> victim you're not victim to the public transportation time and schedule. Correct. So you really just creates the flexibility in your work schedule. I truly feel like work from home helps you best optimize your work day and personal day. Just as you preach in Win the 16 podcast, you only get 24 hours in the day. Eight hours typically are allocated to sleeping. That leaves you with 16 hours. You need to win the 16. I want to cherish every second I have in the day and work from home and working remotely really does that for me. I mentioned earlier in the podcast, hey Tyler, and you were one of the, I've had other people say this, but you were one of the people too that comment on this. And that was by working remotely and not in your office, sometimes you have less distractions. You don't have people trying to come up to your cubicle and talk to you as you're trying to communicate and sell more and talk to your customers. So I thought that was an interesting perspective of not being distracted in the in your home office. Definitely. The traditional traditional five days in the office of going in was awesome. I loved being able to have my cube of other sellers to collaborate off them, but also Anyone who's been, who's been a seller, you know how, how loud the sales floor gets of sure. people, people cold calling and whatnot, calling their clients. So it gets loud of, of, you know, sometimes I had distractions of background noise 
work, yes. work, working with in the office in my cube. Now I have peace, the utmost peace and quiet and you know, I can really just not be distracted at all with working remotely. And lastly, what I didn't touch upon is working from home saves, saves me money. Mm. I, home, I home cook all my meals. I don't have to go out and pay for, pay for meals and buy meals. And also I don't have to pay for public transportation to get into the office. That's Tyler. That is relevant. I also communicate that when I'm talking to people in the business world, that commute piece time is obviously our most precious resource, but it's also financial. That is a significant amount of money. I forgot what you said. I don't know if you were, if you said it was $25 in a day or whatever that exact number is, but whatever that was, that's a lot of money when you add it up five days a week. And if you're working 48 or 50 weeks a year, that's that adds up. It can't it can add up because you have to get to and from work both ways. So that's whether you're taking the bus or the L, that's a couple of dollars there and back and forth. Or if, if an Uber really can add up to your oh, sure. to your expenses if you're if yes. you're taking Uber or, or gas. Yeah, gas driving driving in. And if you have to pay for public parking, wherever it may be, it adds up. So yes, working from home has saved me money. Completely agree. Tyler, why don't we take a quick break? Thank you all for listening to Win the 16 podcast. And we have a couple more questions that we'd like to ask Tyler to share his perspective on this hot topic. So we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Win the 16. If you're enjoying the Win the 16 podcast, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. To find out more about Pygon One Consulting, please visit pygon1.com. Welcome back to Win the 16 Podcast. I have Tyler Pygon from CDW with me. Tyler, a couple more things before we finish out today. Why don't you share with everyone how you develop yourself and skills? Because this is a big one for me. You and I always talk about this. How do our remote and hybrid people develop themselves and their skills since they're not in that office. I'd love for you to share what you do to continue your development. Thanks, thanks Dave. First and foremost, one thing I do is I communicate often with my boss. I have mm. a great personal and professional relationship with my boss where he's an open book and I could bring anything that I might need assistance with for him to coach me on, to help develop me or whatnot, whatever it may be, I have the comfort level with him where I can bring anything to him and I know he's gonna be right there to really help me. I would say roughly on a weekly basis, I talk to my boss three to five plus times a week, sometimes more, so we have an open communication. Wow, what's his name again? John. I, John? Yeah, John, he's a great, great leader, great boss, and really attribute to where I am today at CDW because of John, he's really helped me take my developmental and professional level at CDW to the next level of just progressing and getting I where I it. need to be today. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. And John, thanks for the great job you're doing uh, from a leadership perspective. Tyler, I think what you just said is so critical. You are fortunate that you have a manager like John, a, a leader in that regard. For all of us out there that are in leadership director roles, you could hear from Tyler's voice how important you all are can be and the opportunity that we can bring to our employees, even though they're not under our noses in the office, we can bring them tremendous value in developing their skills and helping them 
to get where they want to go. Because all of us, I think we said this in the last podcast, everyone we're working with, they have ambitions, dreams, hopes. They want to get promoted. Tyler, I know you've had a couple of promotions at CDW and John's played a role in that. This communication piece, just because it's remotely, it's different. It might be harder, but we can do it together. So I think that's really my takeaway from that communication point. Tyler, Tyler, I know some other things you do personally to help your professional career and develop. Why don't you share those for everybody? There are a couple different things that I do to develop my my personal level, and that is uh, I take LinkedIn learning courses. So I always try to stay relevant on LinkedIn. And within LinkedIn, you can take these courses. They're quick five, quick five to 30 minute courses, whatever you want to take. And it's really just knowledge transfers of whatever topic conversation you really want to uh, grow a knowledge base on and just be more well-rounded. So what I like to do with that is just to learn. And also it gives me relevant information to post on LinkedIn and stay top of mind at the top of the page of CW leaders, coworkers, other people and professionals in the business world that now we're going to see Hey, I'm developing myself. I took this course. Maybe your clients, clients as well. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So it's just something to stay relevant and sharpen, sharpen my mind a little bit. I love that. And we talk about win the 16 all the time. What you just described in Dr. Pygon, if he was with us today, is that <laughs> growth mindset is what you just told all us about that you're looking to grow and continue to move your development personally and professionally. That's great. How about a couple others, Tyler? Do you have any more that you'd like to share? Yeah, definitely. CDW puts a big focus on growth and development. And what they have us do monthly is take what they, we call five nanotech courses. Okay. Nanotech is just a term that we call for these quick five to 15 minute courses. And you, the seller, get to choose what category that you take it on and whatever you really want to develop your knowledge in and become more technical on. So I take five of these a month, ranging from different categories of and solutions that I wanna learn more of. Um, another way is as easy as just talking to my peers. I have grown great relationships. I've been with CDW for four plus years now. I have great friends that I can rely on of if I'm in sure. a, if I have a question of a situation, I can call them up. Also other, tenured people, I have no problem reaching out to more tenured people on my team and asking them to jump in on a situation and help me out. And they're more than ready to do so. And I want to jump in at Tyler. For all of us who work remotely and hybrid, one of the things Tyler just said there that I thought was critical is these tenured people, we've got to take advantage of these people. They have so much knowledge it only makes our lives easier, better, more efficient, more effective, and we have to pick up the phone. That's our accountability, I think, for us out there that are remote and hybrid. It's imperative we take the initiative and reach out to these people tenured to really help us not only get better, but just help us with solutions and ideas. So I think it's great. And I love that CDW, uh, pushes you all a little bit on these different courses. So kudos to CDW for that. Tyler, anything else in on this topic before I have one other question for you that I'd like to ask? Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned it of really just tapping into the tenured reps, not being afraid to reach mm -hmm. out to them and ask questions. CDW started a newer program recently of, as I said, tapping into tenured people. And we call these courses Learn From a Legend classes where a tenured rep will 
teach a 45 to one minute hour class of newer seller, newer sellers within sub six to eight months, freshly just out of the classroom, just learning the ropes and whatnot. And we'll come in and teach a class to them of best tips and tricks. So I now have taught a couple classes of these learn from lessons to new sellers. And it's really helped me uh, be a leader, get more confident in public speaking presentations to these young sellers and just you, my leadership development overall. That's great experience for you. And isn't it amazing, Tyler? Anytime you're teaching or training somebody, you're getting better in the same moment. A lot of times those people in the audience don't know it, but you're getting better as you're teaching. Oh, definitely. Learn, learn just as much from them as, as they yes. are from me. And it really just makes me more comfortable as yes. the next class I teach and whatever challenge my boss, John, can throw at me, I'm ready to tackle. Well, you're preparing for it. Mm -hmm. You don't want to embarrass yourself and you want to you want to do a good job. So you're preparing and reading your training material inside and out. And that takes you back to the basics, Tyler. So I, thank you for sharing that. Anything else before we move on? Yeah. Lastly, I'm, I'm lucky in this situation where I have you as my coach. You've helped me from ah. day one of help, developing my personal professional life and, and career. So uh, having you as my coach has been definitely, pay, definitely pay, <laughs> it's paid dividends for sure. Pygon one appreciates the plug and we appreciate you the, working with you, Tyler. So anything else, Tyler, we didn't cover today that you might want to, let's call it a miscellaneous potpourri category in the world of remote and hybrid em employees that you would like to share to our audience. I do just, I have a couple uh, tips and tricks that I've learned from okay. being working remotely for a couple of years that I've learned that I wish I could have had laid out clearly for me when I first started yeah, office. Sure. I, I definitely struggled with the transition of going yep. from traditional five days in the office to work from home. And some things I struggled with and learned from is one, I suggest you need to establish what I call a home base. Mm -hmm. You need to create a healthy environment and space that is just where you are working. You don't want to cross wires of having personal distractions there, family, whatever it may be. TV. TV, yeah. You wanna have a clean desk away from any distractions and where you know this is your sanctuary and I'm just working, this is my work environment. Great. I personally yeah. do not have a TV in my office space as I want to eliminate as many distractions as I can. So that's my first tip is establish a home base. Second, set a start and finish line with the transition of going from in office to remote, when you're in the office, your typical starting line is when you get in the doors of the office mm -hmm. and your finish line is when you're leaving, leaving to, to head home. You don't really get that with re working remotely. It's you can run into the trouble of working all day. I, that's what my, what my biggest struggle was at first was I felt like I was putting in so many more hours in my workday because I never knew when to turn off that work switch of well, having an end and finish line. We had this discussion a bunch when you went remotely and I can tell you the reason you felt that way is because you were. You, you were working before you normally would work and then after dinner you'd be working again or you'd be running to your computer and I, I think you still probably continue to do that but I, what you're telling me and what I'm hearing you say, and I think the audience is too, is you have to be cognizant of that. Yeah, you need, you need to be... Great point. 
you need to set deadlines of this is your finish line and really just plan it all out. You know, it's so easy to, we all now have email on our phones, our teams on our phones. You sure. get the messages all night coming in from clients and customers needing quotes, questions, anything of help. And I was looking at my office space in my home base 20 feet away. It's like, wow, I mean, I can sit on my couch, watch TV, or I can go answer and help, help a client out. I'm going to go help them out for an, Correct. an hour or two. So I fell victim to that. And really what helped me be more successful and more focused is setting a start and finish line. So you need to look at your own business, your own personal yep. career and job of when is a suitable start and finish line for you. Good tip. And lastly, third is I just plan meaningful breaks. And that might, might sound counterintuitive of playing breaks throughout your workday, but you unconsciously, when you're in the office, you're taking breaks. You go walk across the street to go get a coffee with a coworker. You walk, walk to the cube across the, uh, the other cube to mm -hmm. talk to coworkers and whatnot. You um, go to the bathroom. You're unconsciously taking breaks that you don't really notice. And you're just gonna burn yourself out if you plan on sitting at your desk not moving, not getting up, and just busting out eight, eight, nine, ten hours of working, and you really want to prevent yourself from from burnouts in the work office of from working remotely. So that's what I suggest. And we always talk about in Win the Sixteen about healthy mind and body. It is healthy to get up and walk for a few minutes and not sit for three hours straight. So that's a great tip too. Tyler, Win the 16 podcast, thanks you so much for joining us today and giving us your insight into remote. For our audience today, thank you for listening. There was a lot of information that we shared today. Hopefully, this journey is not over. Remote and hybrid employment is a hot topic. I believe it will continue to be a hot topic. Hopefully today for the leaders, directors, managers out there, you were able to hear some things that trigger some thoughts for maybe you to think about talking into the office with your executive team and your leaders for some things that might help you and your organization. For those of you who are remote employees and hybrid employees out there, hopefully you got some tips that maybe can be something you can do come Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday and input into your life. So thank you for listening to the Win the, Sin, Win the 16 podcast. As always, please rate, review, and follow us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And we will be communicating to you again on our podcast on March 1st. We'll be back. So thank you, and please, win the 16. Thank you for listening to the Win the 16 podcast presented by Pygon One. Please follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Episodes will be released every other Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central Time. Thank you, and go win the 16.